gente, it's your girl Nina Montañez. Hey yo, what it do with your boy Rue, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is Sofrito Speaks. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to Sofrito ¿Cómo Speaks. ¿Cómo estás, damas y caballeros? De, damas y caballeros, en Welcome ustedes, Welcome to between. the final episode, bitch. I just um, want to thank yeah. everyone who this was really stood by me this season because it was rough. My heart. You know what I mean? This, this, this weekly shit. This is actually for our subscribers, so we don't got to do all this. Yeah, we do. <laughs> just kidding. This is the first season we had subscribers. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this thank season. You. Your support does not go unnoticed. And we got a little surprise for you next season. I'll go light. You know, something cute. Um, let's get right into it. El Chisme, we've been out of the scene for about two weeks, but we've been popping on the medias. <laughs> Check the TikToks and the YouTubes. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go stuff. ahead. Start us off. Me, gente. El Chisme. So, El Chisme. El Chisme. Um, honestly, I had something and it completely... Oh, got it. <clears throat> All right. So... Action. So I walk into church, right, for a meeting. Cool. As I'm walking in, I see the people I'm about to go say what's up to. and Because I got people I can say what's up to now. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I start walking in, and one of the pastors stops in front of me and was like, Sofrito speaks? <laughs> I know you. I oh. said, oh. You're like, yeah, TikTok viral sensation. Oh, shut What are we doing here? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Um, and he, yo, he, when I tell you he broke my concentration, I was like, moment I saw people I knew, I was, y'all know I'm an introvert. So I was beelining it towards those people to say, what's up? And when he, pop, he stopped me, like steps in my way and was like, I know you. And I was like, um, and I'm not trying to assume where he knows me from because, like, I'm not from the area. I'm so new to the church, so I'm like, um, and he goes, hold on. He's like, it's going to come to me. He goes, ah, mi gente. Oh! I said. I love that. I mi was, gente. And I was like, hi. And he goes, yo, you're mad. Nina, right? You're oh mad funny. And I was like, immediately shuffling through like my entire media to be like yo what which one did he see was it what was it the one where i was unhealed and talking reckless and i haven't taken it off my page yet like what did he see mama um, but i was like wait a minute why am i bugging when he's sitting here watching this so no 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 not even that it was like why am i bugging out when he's treating me like a whole person like he understands that i'm a human being outside of this church you that know what i mean I... like so that like immediately came to my head and i was like oh i think that's really dope that like my my content's not like squeaky clean but it's like i've cleaned it up like it's about giving britney spears 95%. second album percent shut up <laughs> on the spectrum of first album to second album, it's giving you know the transition phase <laughs> oh. red jumpsuit um, so it's giving like you know i'll say we cleaned it up about 95.8 percent um, and so he was like, 
he so he see, he's like oh, and I was like I was like hi yeah oh my god like, so my face immediately dropped and he goes oh my god I think you're so funny um he's like yo you're hilarious like your videos are so funny and I was like oh thank you so much and he was like you also sing right and I was like yeah and he goes yeah yeah, yeah no no I sent your video to the worship leader Ooh, baby. I asked him to check you out and I was like, oh, cool. He's like, what are you doing here? Like, what part What part of so um, he did- fellowship are like, what are you, like, the meeting was for um, volunteers. He's like, so what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm on the worship team. And he goes, no, you're not. And I was like, yeah. He said he wants to have I was like, shut the fuck <laughs> <laughs> No, baby, my ties go to God. Thank oh, you. Okay. They go to Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I was like, and I, like, I. In, I think we talked about it in the last episode. I was like, I don't know how this happened when I never put it for, an, I never asked for an interest, never put down for an interest, never inquired about worship. And I got my answer. The pastor saw me on social media, saw that I attended the church because he literally was like, I saw that you started attending. He's like, I kept seeing you on Sundays and I wanted to reach out to you. I wanted to, um, to you know, stop by and say hi, but I had to keep leaving to go to the other church. And I was like, oh, no, that's totally cool. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you came up on my page. So I sent you over. I sent it over to the worship leader to have you check me. He's like, I can't believe that that worked. And I was like, I'm still sitting here like, me gente. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> so that really had me messed up because I was like, hey, yo, but listen, when God got something planned for you, <laughs> he going to put you in the right rooms. He's going to make you celebrity He going to put you on the night. right phones. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up, stupid. You know how. Wow. <laughs> TBT. But yeah, what had you messed up? Uh, what had me messed up is that on the last episode, y'all literally saw... This cold take over my whole entire body. I got sick a week later. Thank you for that. Insane. Okay. Absolutely insane. Like, I I literally felt it going up my, like, the heat. You can, I watched back that episode and I was like, this was the You can see, yo. That he got sick. I was telling everyone, I'm like, you can't, I, like, we were in the middle of Ibanito and I'm like. And he started to, like, gloss over. I'm like, oh. And I literally spaced out at that light and I'm like, oh. And I have a trip to New York. So I went to New York. With a cold. It's giving Nina when she was not saved in that one episode in season two or three. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> that um, But I did go out. I, listen, I didn't let no cold stop me. When I, the first day I got to New York, like, my throat was insane. Like, beat red. I was just like, I'm, this is it. I'm dying. Like, um, and it's like, it was like his self-care weekend, which I love that. You got a massage. Oh, I went to the spa. And it was all mine. <laughs> I went to the spa. It's a really cute spa. Um, it's in Edgewater, New Jersey. It's 20 minutes from Washington Heights. Pretty good. Pretty good spot. It was a good self-care weekend. There was a lot going on. Um, and I just was, when I came back, I was like, I'm not ready to be back. Mm. Um, but I also was ready to leave New York because Baby, I love my New York people. I do, but um, I just realized that like I outgrew a lot of shit. Ooh. Like I just outgrown a lot of shit. Outgrown a lot of people, and just certain conversations that were happening that I was just like, "This is low vibration." You thought I was feeling you? <laughs> nah, that nigga up. But um, yeah, and ever since I've been back. I had a really good therapy session with my therapist and we talked about attachment style and I figured out something very, it left me feeling like, oh my God, my whole life makes sense right now. No way. And how I am just like, I operate so avoidant in chaos because 
my first memory of life is seeing my mother and my father literally get into a physical altercation and like this is my first memory like i went a few years back and i was like what i was like i was super high i was like what is your first memory and i'm like this is the first memory like i was a baby in diapers and i remembered this whole scene i told my mom she was shocked she was like i don't you know i don't know how you remember that like I'm like, yeah, I remember everything. I'm like, I remember where it happened, where what house we were in, the way the floor was, the way the house looked, everything. That's insane. So it explains why, like, in <clears throat> in chaos and when people throw a lot of emotion to me, I shut down and I don't know how to... I either shut down or I get too, too riled up. Like, there's no calmness for me. And I was explaining to my therapist how I'm in this phase in my life the past two years where it's like, there is no emotion. Like, I'm just like, I really don't care. Like, I, I'm, I can literally tell you, I don't care and I don't lose sleep over it. Mm. And it's this weird phase to be in because it's like when, when people come to you with their problems and they're like, oh my God, and you're just like, um, okay. Like, it's this weird shut off <laughs> phase. And um, she said it's because of that. It's because, like, things are just starting to make sense. And on this little healing journey that I'm on, I've started to realize that I've just been around a lot of chaos and... Now I'm going to shut off. Now I'm really not going to give people my energy and just keep it pushing. So very interesting therapy. Very interesting therapy session. And <clears throat> other than that, I've been back to the slave ship, honey. Back on mm. that field. Mm. Which has been a weird adjustment. I'm ready to pack it up. I feel that. Yeah. But that's dope, though. Dang, I really got to find a new therapist, man. <laughs> like, I love hearing about people's breakthroughs, and I'm like, I want that for me, fam. Like, I want it for yeah. me. You know what I mean? Um, Another thing that had me messed up was how quickly... I love TikTok for the simple... And I used to I used to say, like, nah, like, I'm more of an Instagram person. Like, I prefer Instagram for Instagram. I love TikTok for how... Mm. Why do I love TikTok? I love TikTok because it is truly a place where you can grow a lot faster than you would ever grow on Instagram because everything on Instagram is super aesthetic. Everything is like all rainbows and butterflies. And I love TikTok because I will press record and I will be laying in my bed looking like a hot ass mess and I could not care less. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? TikTok lets you be your authentic self. And I feel like when people are performative on the app. Right. It's and so, very... so Frito's growing on TikTok and it's super exciting. We have, I think, 1,100. Thanks to our TikTok magician Damn, over we here. We definitely should have went live. We still can for Ibendito. You know? <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's just super exciting. And one of our videos has like 20,000 views. I know. I, I was watching the video and I'm like, not this being my claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> no, dead, dead. Ass, yo, it's it's just us dancing an old school reggaeton. That's literally <laughs> it. But it was fun though. It was cute. It was cute. We wanted something to throw up on the, throw up on TikTok instead. And like, like, you know, to just kind of like upset. I did the... have a weird interaction with uh, somebody who follows the show, and I w weird. it was on my live, and I was drinking. Uh, this past Saturday, I had went out and I went live on Instagram. And they said, like, I was, so the way I play with my friends, like, I'm, I'm aggressive. I'm Puerto Rican. So I'm very aggressive. I'm very, like, like, we can handle it. Like, our 
the way that we talk with each other is just like, bitch, I'll fuck you up. Like, da, da, da. So the, the, this person, I don't remember her name, but <laughs> commented and was like, Rue, you're so aggressive. And that stuck with me the whole night. I was like, damn, like, like now this person thinks I'm aggressive. Like, I don't know why. Like, remember, I just t- was just telling you how I've been emotionally shut off. I don't know why this one thing was getting to me. And I was having a conversation with one of my friends and I was like, yo, did you see that comment? And they were literally like, who gives a fuck? And I'm like, you're not wrong. Anyways, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why I was letting that bother me, but I mean. No, no, no. It's a weird, it's a very weird space to be in. Um, that's how I used to feel when I would go live. I think that's, it's, I've never been live on, on Instagram and I, I want to keep it that way. Uh. Um, because I think Instagram is more intimate. I know I know more people like in real Honey, life on Instagram. That's the only that's the only platform I can versus go live on. TikTok. I'm like, mm. um, you can go live on Sofrito though. No, I don't want to ruin the brand. <laughs> Cause maybe. Um, I thought of it and I was like, this is not what the brand is, Ruben. This is not what the brand is. This is not the brand. Um, so that is that had me, that had me messed up because I was like, yo, like, what. When people like start starting on Instagram or whatever, I'm like, yo, dead. Like, I listen, I can't even believe I'm saying this. Yo, get on the Tiki Talks. Also, TikTok, we'll talk about it now, Bendito. But yeah. No, you go next. Yeah, let's close this out and head over to our next section, which is. Ay, Bendito. All right, Ooh, welcome back. This good. is I've been through the part of the show where we go through local headlines, media headlines, and whatever we want to bring up and give you our opinions on. Do you have anything? This is how a conversation. Oh. This is how a conversation. So what's going on? So Do you what's have going anything? On? So what's going on? Um, okay, so Brazil, Russia, India, and China. Okay, girl, not Brazil, us having the Russia, same India, I bendito China, topic. South Africa and South Africa are all developing a new form of currency. We're going broke. While y'all. discussing the transition to settlements in national currency, the BRICS group, BRICS T, has discussed the possibility of a single BRICS currency. The BRICS currency. The, the, okay, the BRIC is just getting me fucked up. I'm saying the BRICS, bro. No, I know, I know. It's not your fault. It's just like when I think BRIC, I'm thinking something else. It's the gay in me. Sorry. Oh, LOL. The BRICS <laughs> currency, currency's value could potentially be secured by gold and other rare earth minerals. Further discussions if this currency are expected to be discussed at the group's next summit in South Africa in August. Which means, so to my understanding, the US dollar was the backup. And it had like a lot Not of option too. It had like no no no. So like everybody has their own currency, yes. But again, to my understanding, it's that like there was like a reserve, and the U.S. dollar was like what people would fall back on, I guess. Mm. Um, but with all these countries banding together, listen, listen. <clears throat> America is in this weird place um, right now. Yeah, it's it's just, it's a it's very odd to be an American right now. It's it's odd. Yeah, um, if you are listening, because we do have um, overseas listeners, right? Yeah. Uh, if, well, you're at pro- if you guys have subscribed and you're listening to this, but the way that it is to be in this country right now is kind of intense and insane. Yeah. Like, you literally have to look over your shoulder. It's in- it's just insane. There, like, even yeah. the, 
the mass shootings and that there's literally it's like the yeah. world is on fire and the government is trying to tell us we're we're okay we're good but the we we're good. the media only cares that like you know we're bad bunnies dating Kendall Jenner and we're losing wow. hey that was my topic <laughs> and we're losing money like now the now they're like literally banding together to make their own currency and it's, it's just depreciating like depreciating the U.S. dollar so our our money is about to be worth nothing and. It really has me in this headspace of like having a savings is super important right now because we don't even know what's coming our way. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I have no savings. I mean, I'm good at homeless, honey. Listen, I've been homeless. Listen, Just you're so stupid. <laughs> I can't stand you. Um, let's talk about Mr. Conejo Malo. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny. Um, Bad Bunny's ex sued him for $40 million. Ah, I saw that. It doesn't look good, a lawyer says. Oof. This was on March 30th, according to Vice. But she's not wrong, though. They she is absolutely not wrong. to using her voice in songs. She's absolutely she's not wrong. She's absolutely entitled to that money. In case you've been living Unless under a rock. Unless she didn't sign nothing because she was throwing love. Now she's like, let me get back at him. And that's really what I think it is. I feel like that's what Earlier this month, Bad Bunny's ex-girlfriend sued him for allegedly using a recording of her voice in several of his songs without her consent. A copyright violation that she... Claims entitles her to upward of $40 million. According to attorney who spoke with Vice, her case has lugs. Baby, you were fine with the album. Because I, I do remember interviews where she was like, oh, yeah, you know, he used my... Wait, which girlfriend? Isn't this the... The, the shorty that was the in... Gab, her name is Gabby or something like that? I don't know none of the girlfriends, baby. The, the most oh, no, her name... It wasn't her. The lawsuit was centers one. on a recording that Caliz de la Cruz Hernandez made in 2015 while she was yeah. dating Puerto Rican singer and recent Grammy winner. What song, though? Bad. The settles on the. F- oh. The, when, when you hear um, Bad Bunny Baby. That's her. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean. She got a case. Get your, get your money, sis. I mean, it's cute. All these people want to sue people for stuff, but like, if you got a broke person's mentality, you gonna end up being broke again. Don't matter how much money you get. And Let's you be was honest. Fine when you was riding. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyways, so the Apollo Theater roof collapsed during a sold-out metal show in Belvedere. One person was dead, and 28 people were injured. What did you think was going to happen when you're playing rock, like metal music in an old The building? Apollo, yeah, the Apollo, it has been ready for an upgrade for a very it's long time. Old. So it collapsed. The very, collapsed. very um, long time. So that's a thing. Um, I do want to talk about um, La Roach, who has been all over the place lately. And who? La Roach is like a famous and very well-known um, fashion mogul, I guess, or stylist. Uh, he calls... He, uh, or I don't know their pronouns, but they call themselves um, an image architect. They actually trademark that um, phrase so they can only call themselves that, period, boss moves. Um, and they style uh, the video of Zendaya, I think is the name of the celebrity, Zendaya, where uh, Zendaya is sitting at the fashion show, and then La Roche comes up, and Zendaya looks back like, you can sit there. And La Roche was like, no, absolutely not. And apparently that's not what the conversation was. The conversation was literally like Zendaya was just telling La Rose, like, there's nowhere, there's nowhere else for us to sit. And she was actually telling him or them that somebody is already sitting back there. She doesn't know, but she sees the seat available. 
And it became this whole internet thing, and now they're all over the place doing interviews. But, yeah, a lot of people had that reaction. I did not know who La Roach was. I wanted to bring it to y'all because after I dug into their story, and I was like, oh, they were on Legendary on HBO, and how... La Roach did an interview and it was explaining how HBO and all these platforms were bringing black um, entertainers into their spaces and black people on film sets. But since 2020 to now, that has been going back to its old ways. Mm. So HBO Max was launching their platform mm-hmm. to go to be a video platform, obviously. And they were using shows like Legendary. And I uh, they mentioned another show that I, I've never heard of, but apparently it was on that platform as well and everything was just canceled and mind you legendary was a huge show and they just canceled it um out of nowhere and now hbo and all these networks are starting to take all their black shows (gasps) off the platform like they literally canceled this show and literally said like in a year it's gone like no reruns you're not able to stream it it's done yeah, everybody jumped on the bandwagon because of, of the outrage. Once it died down, they were like, okay, and, all right, everybody sounds like everybody's being quiet again. Let's, you know. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that this is still going on. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> what is going? Like, I just asked myself, like, what is so, why are we stuck in this? What? What is this? What is this? What is the control that these white people want to have yeah. over over the community like what is this let's really like figure this out and if it comes down to money i just i, I it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense to me Zero. we saw the um not this is totally unrelated but um the shooting that happened in i think nashville tennessee yeah, yeah. and um how this was this person trans or was that their speculation yes and i saw the video of how the police Went in there. I'm going to keep it a buck. The police did a phenomenal job. Facts. The way that they, they were moved so like scared. a team. They were so <laughs> scared. You could tell because one of them pushed them and was like, go. Like, go, go. No, well, he's, he was probably the one that was No, no, no. Him. He was. He was. But he was telling him, like, like go. Like, you need to. But you can you can feel the, like, they, they were like, oh. Like, they were resistant because this person had a fucking rifle. Like, this huge-ass gun for this little-ass person and was just out here shooting like nothing. And, like, to send your child to school and to, like, you have to pick, like, you have to ID your child's body. And it's insane. It is insane. And then insane. I can just imagine the parents thinking about what's the last thing they said to their kids before they left. Like, you know when you get home, you better clean that room. Like, imagine that being the last thing. And here's my thing on that. When I found out that this person was, was transgender, <clears throat> That's all that they needed. That's all they needed to (laughs) run with it to continue with the narrative. Let's remember that this person was white. Mind you, this is the same. This is the same state that's passing the bill that like drag was it can to be banned drag shows or whatever. Um, and then for that to happen, in their mind, it's like, and this is why we're banning drag. But it's like those are two. Those are period. They live in two different worlds. They live in two two different different things. And on top of that. We're really going to sit here and say that tr- the one transgender person that shot up a school out of the 129 high schools that have been shot up. Mm, we're not talking about we're not talking about the white men. We're not talking about that. But no, we get the one transgender. And it, oh, they're 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 a menace to society. And it's like, what? What? <laughs> Let's uh, y'all will do anything to continue to push your narrative. It's just disgusting. It's crazy. 
did you hear about Angel? Um, sorry, Kate, Caitlin Clark, uh, the LSU national title win calls out double standard after being unapologetically herself. Yes. So, this uh, basketball player, I think it's Angel Reese. Sorry, Angel Reese, who made the gesture of like this or the ring yeah, to won, yeah. Caitlin Clark, um, but. Caitlin Clark had done it a few weeks back, and it wasn't a problem. Yeah, so Angel was referred to as ghetto, making um, gang signs, like whatever. And then Caitlin was, oh, you know, she's being competitive. And mind you, this is a <clears throat> WWE star, John Cena, who came up with this gesture, and it means you can't see me before. Uh, so she did it before pointing to her ring finger in a gesture some interpreted as a reference to the. Pl- to the place her newly acquired championship ring might sit. This is according to CNN Sports. So, the outrage and the disgust. I mean, here we are yet again, still wondering what <coughs> was the reason. Yeah. You know? Um, I saw a lot of, like, back and forth online. Um, and as a female athlete, I played competitively for a minute. Um, all throughout high school. Um, and it's just... You trash talk, you know? You you get the other people riled up. You try to get inside they, they, their head. Um, I was never a fan of it. Uh, my coaches asked you to get pissed at me because, like, I didn't like to... Oh, I thought you were trash No, no, no. I wouldn't trash like, talk Why do people. I like, see that's this just Nina not, so clearly? No, 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 no. no. Like, that, it's it's so interesting. My coaches used to hate it. Like, if a... Yo, I'm, I, listen, if you shot a three-pointer in my face, I'm dapping you up. I mean, yo, that was a nice shot. My coaches used to hate that. They used to hate it. I'm like, listen. <laughs> Nino I am, was uh, the opposite kid on the court. No, literally. Like, I was like, oh, that, that was a good shot. Um, You know, like, if I... And then in the meeting, we were throwing fallen, the Gatorade bottle. If somebody had fallen, like, I was the one that was helping them get back up or whatever. Mm, um, We love that for you. I was competitive, but, like, I understood that, like, I wasn't going on a scholarship. Nobody was going to pay me to play. So I'm like... This was really just fun for me. I just happened to be good at this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was all, that was it. But um, reading the comments, I'm just like, the, first of all, we don't think it's weird that grown ass people are like coming for kids in college, like because they're still kids in college. Like you're 18, sometimes mm-hmm. 17 mm-hmm. in college. We don't think it's weird. Honey, the, the way the but internet is set up. I know it's such an odd place. I don't know. I I I have to stay away from comment sections because like. I'm just like, yo, y'all are so ignorant. Like, it's just so, it's disgusting. Um, and then, what was another one? Candace Owens was getting. Um, I, I totally, I saw those headlines uh, and They were coming for that. her because she had an issue with the fact that Kim Kardashian's Skims line was being inclusive to those who are um, <laughs> not able-bodied. So they are in oh a goodness. in a wheelchair. And if I misspoke, my bad. Um, that might be the ableist in me. My bad. Um but yes, so they were representing somebody in the Skims um, bra and panties, underwear, um, in a wheelchair. And Candace Owens just had a field day with it. She's like, "Is this how far are we going to take this inclusivity thing? And it's like, girl, you a dark-skinned black woman. Like, uh, not let's make that make sense. Like, mm, y'all, you weren't represented much either. So... I just, I always find it so interesting when... Me. Like, her kid, it, like... Like her kid is gonna. That's gonna be an interesting. That's gonna be an interesting one. If she's blessed with one. No, she has one. She already had one. Oh, she does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. White husband. Um, her white husband. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it it's always just so weird to me how people have issues with, like groups like like 
uh, handicapped people or like trans people. Or, I like, saw it and I was like, like, you better go I'm like, off, Skims. What is going on? Like, how does this bother this you so much? But like, you better go off. Mm. I ain't going to buy it because I ain't going to buy it. The fuck? Barely buy my own skin. <laughs> skin milk. All right, let's close this <laughs> section stupid. out and head over to our next section, which is Caldero Talk. Back, mi gente. We are at Caldero Talk, the part of the show where we're going to give you the meat. Oh, baby. Oh, get ready for up. bed. You're so stupid. My alarm. Uh, get ready for bed. Um, we're going to give you the meat, the topic, and we're going to dissect and discuss um, what we got. The kindness. <laughs> the delay was great. We're, we're here. We're Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And so with this being the last episode of this season, we kind of just wanted to wrap it up and basically talk about how we felt the season went and like what areas we grew in, what what we took away from certain episodes. I think we got <clears throat> we got real mental health centered this I think season. This season we found <clears throat> our purpose. And I feel like in previous seasons, we always knew we were, you know, before we would say um, taboo topics in the Latino household. I think now it's so much more clear. Like it's it's bigger than taboo topics. It's literally just mental health. Like we are literally representing a generation of people that have been on a journey of just like I'm fucking lost. Mm. Does anybody know what the fuck I'm going through? Yeah. And when they hear this show, they're like, they're we're not always one thousand percent well put together. And I always remind people this is solely based off of our opinions. Our lifestyles, our life mm-hmm. stories. We come from. We always say we come from two different tracks, like two different sides of the tracks. And but we're able to have an understanding of just like, yo, we've been through some shit. Mm-hmm. We've been through some shit. We haven't been through it all, but we've been through enough, and mm. we're able to literally speak on it. Like, man, preachers today. Yeah, this season. That's what wow, this was for that me. Was so good. I. Yeah, I mean, when I look back at the season and the conversations that we had, I'm like, yo, we are not who we were. No. We we gave y'all 20 episodes. We struggled. And I think that it's important to highlight that because I think sometimes people think that it's it has to be like a routine type thing. Like, like where's you guys, the episode? Yeah, you guys. Why are you the- and it's like one thing that you need to understand is that as a mental health podcast, it's important for us to recognize where mentally we are just not healthy right now. Mm-hmm. And we need to take a minute mm-hmm. because we don't want to come up here, project, so that the miserable people out there can feel welcome and engaged you know it's like yeah. i think the mental health breaks are necessary we're going on a two-month break right now and then Is we're coming two months? it's about three <laughs> it's about it's about it's about eight weeks we i got nina on a tight tight leash right there honey i got <laughs> i got this recording schedule good um hopefully when you come back things look a lot different mm-hmm. um there's there's a lot of a lot of background work that's happening right now and I just always remind people that it's just me and Nina. Yeah. This isn't like, there's nobody behind there's that nobody. camera. It's literally, we set, we it set up. up. We pay our own rent. Yeah. We uh, record. I edit. I got to get this going. Social media. Like, we're, we're, we're here, you know? And it's just us too. So the process takes a little bit longer for us. And sometimes a little bit 
you know, sometimes we wake up <laughs> thinking we're going to record and one of us is like, so do we yesterday, do it this week? Yesterday, yesterday, last week, same thing. Last week, I mind you, I came back from New York on time. And I was like, yeah, no, we're good. You had the R, I'm like, you have the R&B, yeah. uh, the R&B brunch. And then Monday we we're supposed to record. And I was like, let's just push this a week. We're just not going to do it. Um, I and, was hyped too. I was like, yes. How do you feel about that? Like, if, like, do you tune into any shows that you see anybody else taking breaks like that? No, because I listen to everything like after the fact. Uh, but uh, most of the stuff that I listen to are sermons now. So if I miss like TC Nation or um, Bianca Oltoff, uh, like specific people, I'm just like, oh, when I'm at the gym, that's what I'm going to be listening to. So I like the fact that I can just like go my business. I'm now catching up on Amanda Seals, um, the Know For Sure podcast. So no, I'm just, for sure. I'm, I'm catching up. Can't afford therapy. Have you tuned into that? Mm-hmm. Tune into that. They're on season one. They're about like seven episodes in. This is an amazing show. If anybody out there is looking for something like along the lines of what we do here, baby. Mm-hmm. Not professional therapists, just three friends who got together and just wanted to have conversations around mental health. And they're literally like hitting shit on the fucking like the nail on the head. Like mm. they're just talking real good talks. Um, but back to us, period. Um, yeah, I think that especially for what for what is in this city, if you're not from where we're from, we're from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Out here, um, this is a great conversation to be having, especially with other people. I think that sometimes people have conversations with me because they know that I have this podcast and I'm on here and they want to vent to me and that's fine. You know, that's great. But, um, sometimes lately I have been reminding people that I am socially depleted and I don't have the mental space to take on what you have going on. I have to take care of myself first. And if that makes me a bad person, then so be it, you know, I I mean, but I've been posting lately. Your perception of me is not my responsibility. I can only just be myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, I'm always going to be honest. I'm always, and that looks different. That looks aggressive. That looks nice. That looks whatever it may be. But, um, but as far as this season, what would you say is your, was our hardest like conversation to have? Ooh, baby. It might, I think it would have been the inner child. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. one. Cause that one, like after I left that conversation, I was like, it left an impression on you? Uh, it did because I think I healed 17-year-old Nina and up. Mm. But 16-year-old Nina and down, we haven't healed her yet. Um, Not me uploading an episode And so twice. when I left that episode, I was like, no, there's still, there are some corners that I, that are still dark that I haven't, you know, casted a light out onto um, you know, and especially being on my, on my spiritual journey. Um, I'm not, it's not even a journey anymore. It's a lifestyle. It's my lifestyle now. Mm. Um, especially being in this, in this new space and, um, operating in this new, with this new lifestyle, um, allowing God to reveal to me the parts of my heart that I have not touched yet, that, uh, I may have casted way 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 in the back of my mind um and after that episode i was like "Mm, okay okay (laughs) 
I asked, I ask and you shall receive. And you got it. And I got it. Um, <clears throat> and it wasn't all packaged pretty. Um, it never is. When I when I play back that episode, I can see the glimpses in my face where I'm like, oh, like now I start to, I'm starting to like try to dig and like. Lift. And that's a subscriber episode, by um, the way. So with that. Um, yeah, that one doesn't have high plays because it's a subscriber. Our subscribers don't, but there's a lot of great content out there, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that one, I think for me, it wasn't that it was, it was hard. I just didn't expect to have a revelation while having the conversation. I just kind of was like, oh, we're going to have this conversation. Great. Like I'm always down for conversations that require us to have to dig a little deeper. Um, I think that conversation read me more than I wanted to read it. Mm. Um, and so with that, I realized that they're still as healed as I might be. There's still a lot of healing left. To the do. journey's never done. It's never done. It's a continuous journey. So, yeah, I think for, for me, um, just looking back at all the episodes, we started that season off with pieces boring Yo. Uh, which I actually, but that tells you the the mindset that we were in, right? Because yeah. I think I posted on the Sofrito story today about how peace is not boring. Peace, it just, it settles a little bit. Like you take your time with it. And if you're, <clears throat> if you feel like peace is boring, it's because you're not fully healed. You're not doing the work. You know, you're just content with what you have. So that changed my perspective. I think that this season, like we have vulnerability, feedback. Uh, for me, it was definitely discipline, and that one was recent. Discipline, man, that, I mean, that was just last month, but that, like, that week, I remember just, like, that was a conversation that was playing on every podcast I was listening to. And I was like, this is a message. Like, I'm being told literally a message from somewhere else beyond me. Mm -hmm. And then we came here, and we're like, let's talk about discipline. And I was just like, this has been on every podcast that I've yeah. been listening to. And just hearing myself and seeing the clips, and I'm like, bitch, you're still not disciplined. <laughs> I'm still working on it. It's um, hard. It's hard. Uh, we have um, accountability, owning up when you're called out. I think that was a big one. I think that for, for me, especially like when I get called out on shit, I take it very personally. And... Now I'm trying to understand, like, if you're wrong, you're just wrong. It's okay. Mm. You don't have to fight that. Yeah. Just let it be. Let it do what it needs to do. Apologize and move on. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I think. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I think that was the only episode that, like, I. And typically I'm the one that, like, leads that little talk. So when a topic stumps me, I'm like, hold up. You'll notice because I'll get a lot, a lot quieter. Um, and I don't know. I think this season it was it was a lot more fun. Like <clears throat> it was easier to have those conversations because of where we are. We could not have hit you with these conversations in season one. Like that wasn't going to happen. Let me let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. I think that with I don't even think that I know that. With this season and with our healing journeys, we have even been able to have conversation with each other and check in with each other mm. about things that we have not had conversations about in the past. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that we've we've said, 
numerous times like oh you know we just come in here and we wing it but like literally to sit down and have a conversation to plan things and i'm just like this this is our growth this is where we're starting to shine we're starting to understand what our mission is we're starting to understand what we're doing and i think this yeah. season is what brought it right yeah because when i started this season i was like i don't know i don't know baby what it's gonna get what are we doing but we're here and literally to see it just turn out the way that it did and it was we had to fight there was a lot of fighting like not not between nina and i but i'm seeing our mental health like yeah. just those weeks where we were just like we do not want to we don't want to go. We don't want to do this. <coughs> you know? And to yeah. finally be at episode 20. Because, baby, we took a month off in December. <laughs> we took, we like, literally were like, nah. It was just I was like, we're me. never going to finish this season. This season is just never going to happen for us. No. It's not. I it's promise not. you guys I'm like not on my phone to be an asshole. I'm <laughs> looking at the episodes. Um. Yeah, no, I think, <laughs> funny, to go off of what you're talking about, like, you know, pieces boring. I think <laughs> I realized that I only think peace is boring when it gets nice out. Because mm. I do want to do the brunch with the homies and I want to plan to go do stuff. And then I'm like, okay, well, where is everybody? Mm. It's rare when I try to get people together and then last minute everybody's like, can't make it. Oh, I don't know about that. And I'm like, I'm giving you like a month's notice. You don't know your schedule a month out. Like, mm. Come on now. And then I think for me... um, it started to get like hurtful and then I just decided to retreat. I just decided to remove myself from the situation in total. And I'm like, when y'all miss me, y'all hit me up. But please, by no means, don't hit me up talking about I miss you. Because every time I try to make plans, it's a, mm. it's a process. And I think that I still speak from a place of hurt in those in. I heard it right spaces. now. Because I'm like... I'm like over this. Like, don't. Because listen, I had one of my homies' birthday. I had to drive an hour and some change out to go see yeah. her. I made it a priority because it was her birthday and I was invited. You know what I mean? I'd like, I would love, I would love a group of friends where I, the friendship that I give is the friendship that I get. Mm. And at some point this season, you know, and talking about um, peace and, and things like that, I had to think about it. Like, yo, like, is it me? Am I the trauma? <laughs> I'm not. Um, <clears throat> I'm not. And so I, it's like, how do I get in that space where I can, because obviously good friendships take time. And it's, I think it's not going to happen overnight. You are planting that seed. Yeah. I think that you are in a community where you're, you know, people share somewhat the same vision. They may not share the exact same vision, but somewhat the same vision mm -hmm. you're in an artistic field honey some of my best friends i don't talk to for years some of my best friends with the best memories the best laughs were dancers mm -hmm. just like to share that discipline to share that understanding of like yeah i have to work two jobs but i'm still here at rehearsals i'm still driving from where i gotta drive from to make it i'm still showing up for shows to share those moments on stage like that creates these friendships that you're gonna be like Oh shit. That's what I was looking for. Like this is with with no diss to the friends that I have, it's just 
You gotta you gotta compartmentalize your friends yes. though, and that's what I what that, I really that I've worked always on. been very good at. Like all my, I think my I had all my friends in the same space at the same time for my twenty eighth birthday, and I was I sat back in like you were like this does not make sense. No, it not it didn't make <laughs> sense, but the way that I knew that I had a good group of friends because though they have never met each other before, Everybody I knew along. that I was with very much. I have very mature professional friends like. When we clown with each other, we clown with each other. But like the fact that when I tell you I was maybe, 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 maybe six different pockets of friends. Wait, when when was this? My twenty eighth birthday. No. Oh, the the cookout. The year before. The year before the cookout. Baby, that was wild. That yo, but we had. Damn, that's one of my. You know what I remember about that night? Being so twisted, and just looking at my car, looking at my car like, bitch, you got a car. Cause I parked a little, <laughs> yo, I parked a little bit down. That was a few weeks mm. after I, yeah, it was a few weeks after I got my car. No, you had COVID. That was a year after I got mm. my car, but my car was still, you know, she was still kind of new. She didn't have the scratches she had, man. <laughs> so I was like, I, was, I left the party and I'm like, I got a car. I do the little Jay Versace walk to my car. Like, yeah, and I lost my favorite sunglasses. That was after Miami. I remember that. Yep, 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 yep. It was a good time. It was a good time. Um, but yeah, so I think that in having that conversation, it made me have to go back in my own head of like, what? I know we talk about lists for like potential partners, but Ooh! what about a list for potential friends? Like, what do you need out of a friendship right now that a partner won't be able to give to you? Um, you know what I mean? And Mine is literally... <laughs> <laughs> I I thought of this. I thought of this in the last like month and I've just realized that I'm very open to to friends and mm-hmm. and there's certain things that I get from certain people yes. that other people cannot yeah, see and part. cannot understand. Mm-hmm. And it leaves people questioning and you know where I'm going with this. It leaves people questioning, like, well, what the hell? Like, why are they still friends? Like, what is going on there? Mm. And it's because with certain friends, I can't get what I get with, with other friends. Yeah. And I think that for me, at least now in this point in my life, with the understanding and the journey that I've been on, I've been able to communicate a lot more and take ownership of, like, yeah, I was pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. My bad. And when I think about qualities of friends, I'm like, yo, you don't even know what kind of friends you want. How could you even try to start looking for a relationship? <laughs> so that left me a little thing. And I'm doing, uh, I posted today, like my, one of my friends got me a shadow work book and I've been wanting to get into shadow work. So I just started, I'm trying to read 10 pages a day, but um, it was explaining it to me and I'm like, damn. This is going to help me understand exactly why I carry what I carry with friendships. Mm-hmm. And there's something there. And I don't I'm know gonna how need, to I'm going to need the book because my finger on it. I talked about it in another episode where I was like, I, I don't put that much weight on my friendships. Like, I'm just like, okay. I think that's a very big component for me because it's like when people are like, best friends, best. I'm like, I'm so erased from that that I'm just like, we're just, we're friends. We're like, friends. That's let's just be normal adults. I get the whole bestie thing. It's cute. But like, I'll say like, oh, these are some of my best friends. Like, but people really own like, when I say, when I say like best friends, I'm like, 
like some of the best people I know. You know what I mean? Like wow. that's what I'm saying. Um, and and see, I I don't I, I don't put weight that. on the best friend thing. I anymore. can't say that. I I for me the term best friends has has this this negative thing behind it that I'm just like I I can't I have. I think every person I've ever called best friend has let me down, one, has like pulled some wild ish. And I'm just like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Has let me and, like, down. I can, I can literally date it back to third grade. Ooh. Like I can, I can date it back to third grade to like, oh, that's when the first time I like, oh, that I was recently telling, feelings, I know? was recently telling someone like, I don't, I no longer get upset when people fuck me over. But I take note and I move accordingly. Yes. And when you ask me, like, yo, why are you acting different? Oh, bro. Oh. Oh, you, you, fuck. Huh. Well, when you did this and this and this, and it's not to unload all at once, and maybe that is what it is. Maybe I do need to work through that. But I think that just holding it in and just like sitting with it and being like, okay, let me, let me just dissect all of this before I blow up on someone. Mm-hmm. And if you see me acting accordingly and you're asking yourself, yo, this person's, this person started changing after this conversation. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, take note. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely, uh, you know, a couple eye-opening episodes. Um, and then also, like, when I, because I, I pull videos um, and clips like that for, for TikTok, and when I play them back, I'm like, I, I laugh and I like I have so much joy in my heart because I remember sitting here a year and some change ago fresh on my spiritual journey and not knowing what was going to happen not knowing you know That's how far true. how far am I going to go with that and I was I was a little shaky when even talking about it cuz like I didn't know if we were going to lose views because oh Nina's a Christian now and all she's gonna talk about is this and you know I'm gonna switch it up and blah 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 it is the most freeing thing to know that I didn't have to change much of who I am in order to be accepted and know whose I am you know what I mean and yes did a lot of change happen within me absolutely but in terms of how I react to things, how I speak to people, um, how I carry myself, how I, you know, walk into a room, those things have changed and I can feel that difference. But when I get on this, when I get here in front of this mic, it's not much different. Mm. You know what I mean? I've, I've tightened up the language a little bit more just because, you know, I don't want to have that backlash of like, oh, but she says she's, she's Christian, but she out here saying X, Y, and Z. And it's like, yeah, I'm gonna slip up cause I'm a human. At the end of the day, but when I play back a couple couple seasons ago and now two different people. Mm. And then I play back last year's episodes and I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, that's like what you can do when you surrender yourself to Christ is like wild because and then I start to think like, yo, if I would have done this sooner. But it wasn't much, the right time. It was it wasn't. If I would like I always think like if I would have done this sooner, like how much further along would I be? But I think that I had to continue to go through the things that I went through in order to get to this place, in order to speak to you guys um, and deliver it in a way that you guys can receive it. Digestible. Digest it and not feel like I'm speaking to you like I'm better than because I attend church, because I am a Christian, because I read my Bible. Um, And 
that's actually a compliment that I've gotten is like, yeah, like you've gone on this journey, but you haven't made me feel like yes. I need to do it too. Um, and, and at the end of the day, like that's what it is to be a Christian. It's not to cast judgment on other people. It's, to That's how I tell. Watch people. I need you guys are seeing how I am living my life, and the fact that I know whose I am, and I give all credit, you know, to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I love that you guys know that. But so I don't have to act out. I don't need to cast any type of judgment because it's not for me to do. And I wasn't doing that even before I got saved. I just let people rock. And I think that that's why I have the friendships and the people in my life that I have, because I never made them feel like I was judging them prior BC before Christ. And I'm not, I'm still doing, I'm not doing that after, um, you're just watching how I live my life. And it's like, Oh, she looks like she really likes it here. You know what? I wonder what that could maybe do for me. And even if, and if it ne if it doesn't spark an interest, cool. But at the end of the day, you thought about it. <laughs> <clears throat> That's you thought it. about it. You know what I mean? Um. So I think this season I got to document my spiritual growth, and that wasn't the plan, but I love that it happened. <laughs> the thumbnail. <laughs> They're like, these motherfuckers are always doing this thing. them. What is that? Fuck. <laughs> well, with uh, all of that being said, this is the final Caldero Talk of season six episode. I don't even remember. I know it's episode 20 of the season. I don't know what the actual number is for the whole entire show's existence. I know we're about to hit 100 next No, we're season. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's stupid. Um, so we will see you guys in about 8 to 12 weeks. We hope that you guys have a great spring. By the time that we return, we will be in summer or the beginning of summer. And let's head over to our next and last section, which is... Arreposar. All right, oh. y'all. Welcome back to the last section of the show, El Reposal. A Reposal. This is where we leave you guys with some positive affirmations, any announcements that we may have, yada, yada. What you got? Make sure to follow us on the Tiki Talks and on YouTube. We had 200 subscribers. So shout out to our new TikTok followers that literally one of them commented and was like, I found you guys on TikTok. I'm so like, I'm upset I didn't find you guys sooner. And I was just like, I love that. So yeah, follow us on all of the socials. You know, you're following people you forgot you even follow. So you might as well just toss us up on the list. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's all I got for announcements. Well, I have an announcement. He's quitting the show, guys. God, no. Um, so the subscriber episodes, and this has been festering in my head. The subscriber episodes will be released on YouTube, uh, and this will take over our slot that we have now. So for the next eight to ten weeks, you will still have a new episode. If you're tuning into this on public, on YouTube, um, Please make sure that you subscribe for season seven, which will be dropping maybe in the beginning of June, maybe mid-June, but we are around there. Do you but... want to go after your birthday? 
We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and as far as my positive affirmation, I will say what I said earlier. Uh, your perception of me is not my responsibility. I'm really telling myself that because I need to remind myself that what other people think of me has nothing to do with me. That is on you. I am just out here living my best life as good as I can live it. And if that upsets you then and you don't call it out, then I can't do nothing to change it. So... This girl coming. Period poop. <laughs> um, you know, I think I'm going to go with the age old classic, I'm not for everybody. Ooh. And I think that the That was your quemaito for a little while, no, mommy. It was. It was. Yeah, I'm not for everybody. And I wanted to revisit that <clears throat> and that's super prevalent in my mind because I feel like the journey that God is gonna place me on, that has pla- he has placed me on. It's it, it's gonna have people looking at me a little different um, because I'm gonna walk with a new swag, um, and I'm super excited for what that is. I don't know what that's gonna look like. I don't know what that is. I just feel like there are going to be opportunities coming my way. I've never even said this out loud. I just feel like there's gonna be opportunities that I'm I'm gonna be presented with, um, and I'm not going to be the person for everybody. I'm not the content creator for everybody i hate the fact that i'm even considered a content creator to be honest um <laughs> like i genuinely because i don't sit there and think eh, what's gonna do this what's mm. gonna do i don't do that like i don't sit there like you know what i'm gonna film this here no if i have a thought i'm gonna say it whatever but anyways i'm not for everybody and i feel like again like i said that's gonna be super prevalent um in the upcoming months so with that i just want you to hear it from me first if you knew here i'm not for everybody and I never planned to be. <laughs> and with that being said, I'm still for the streets. My name is Rosales and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Say bless me, gente. Oh, Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.